Hey, y'all, welcome back to the podcast and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving from everybody here at the Late Night Vision Show and Outdoor Legacy. We hope that you are having a great day today with your family. My name is Jason Robertson, owner of Outdoor Legacy, co-host here on the podcast. And as always, I've got my co-host, Mr. Hans East Texas. We are not recording this on Thanksgiving Day. So I hope by the time that you are watching this or listening to it, uh, that Hans and I have already gorged ourselves on turkey and are kicked back in the lazy boy. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, that we're not recording it on Thanksgiving Day because there's, you know, if you drive through your town, your small town, your big town, and you see stores open and these people having to work on a holiday, you just kind of feel a little bit bad for them. And I didn't want people to yep. think that you were a terrible boss and making me work on, on Thanksgiving. So, uh, y'all, he I, gave, I may be a terrible boss, but it's not because I'm making I, you work on Thanksgiving. Yeah. He gave me a whole <laughs> half a day off on Thanksgiving y'all. So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I've got to do my work. He may, he's gonna make me work the first half. So I still have to wake up early and work. Uh, but I've got, this I've got, to, I get to take off guy. at three because our normal day ends about nine. So, you know, half a day ends about three. Guy. Anyway, no, I'm joking y'all. He gave us the entire day off and he gave everybody else the day off after. Right. And then I got to work. No, I mean, what day on black Friday, Friday black Friday. No, everybody's, everybody's yeah, I'm working, working in and I'm out. working a little bit anyway. So we are back y'all. We've got uh, another great show. We've got a busy schedule and we've talked about it a lot, but we do have a lot coming up, but we wanted to work in uh, a state of the industry show. Now we do this periodically. And, and when Jason, uh, mentioned, Hey, it's time to do another state of the industry. It's been a while. I remember telling you, I'm like, it feels like we just did one. And just we'd look back and it'd been like, would you say 10 months since the yep. last time we did? No, one? Well, no, it was, it was July. I think it was about July. six okay. months. So yeah, it was like June or July. And yeah. So it's been, it, we do half a year. Yeah. And it's good to do them every couple, uh, a couple, uh, every year. Cause it gives us a chance to just sit back and say, this is what's happened in the industry in the mm. last several months. And this is where we think we're kind of going. So that's what this show is. You know, there's a lot that has happened in the last six months, in the last year. Uh, we are working into, obviously, this is the busy time of year in, in the night hunting and general hunting market. And we're moving into the end of the year with our, our best of series and with SHOT Show, uh, which is kind of round, you know starting out uh, 2024. But we're doing the state of the industry. Uh, and we've got several... Hans? Mm -hmm. We did forget one thing, um, probably something these guys are wanting to know about on Thanksgiving. And that's the Black Friday sales. That's right. Yeah. We were we, we need to talk about this. So guys, listen, uh, here's what we want you to do. Do not stop this show because we know this is so uh, entertaining. We know it's so informative that you are not going to want to miss miss a minute of this show, I'm sure. <laughs> so, okay, maybe not. Before you go to sleep after, uh, you know, watching this show, listen, uh, late night vision show, right here on this channel, whether you're listening on a podcast app or you're on YouTube, uh, go over there and we have a short little segment. This is not a 20 minute show. It's not a 10 minute show. It's just a few minutes where Hans and I are laying out what the uh, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call this weekend, what these sales are going right. to be. So uh, there are some pretty good sales going on. I think that uh, there's probably a lot of people be disappointed because they thought it was going to be buy one thermal, get two free. Uh, that's, that's you mean not this is going not a on fireworks stand, you know, buy it's, one. It's not a, a box it's not a firework oh, stand. No, it's not. So, but there are some pretty good deals, uh, depending on what you're looking for. So, uh, what we want you to do 
we have a, a uh, an episode that is going to be titled something like, you know, Thanksgiving, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Sp- I don't know what Hans is going <laughs> to title it, but you're, it's, it's going to be out right now. It's going to be clickbait. It'll be clickbait. Right. No, if you're watching this show, yeah. it should be out as well. Yeah, watch it right after this. Um, or heck, people may watch it right before this. They want to know what the sales are. But um, right. we will, we're going to keep that up for a little while. We're not going to leave it up very long. We're going to delete it and take it down after uh, the Black Friday right. sales are over because honestly, there's no need to leave it up. So we're, that's why we're doing a separate video just for that. And a lot of people out there want to know what's going on. So um, check that out. Also, you know, the state of the industry, going back to what we we're saying before, an opportunity to talk about uh, some new things um, that we're seeing in the market, maybe some trends, but also reflect back what's what's happened in the last several months. So the first thing that we're yeah. going to start with, and it this might be one of the most important things that, that we talk about. It's competition and not just competition between um, companies and, and, and dealers or, or what have you, but there are um, companies that have entered the market just really in the last year or two that have uh, entered the market that you may not see on this show yet. Um, Hang on. And he's talking about manufacturers, manufacturers. not not really competitors. Just being no, th- no, thermal and yeah, if you're a competitor, you're not going to be on the yeah. show. Sorry. No, no. you're not <laughs> so invited. We've had one on Manufacturers. Here. That's yeah, right. there's new, new manufacturers that have been entered the market. There are, Jason, there are manufacturers that I hear about sometimes I've never even heard of. Uh, and there's they seem yeah. to pop up quite a bit. So what we want to talk about a little bit is maybe some of the brands that you have heard about that may be new on the market, very new. Uh, might have been out there for a little while, but really didn't gain a lot of popularity. We're not going to talk about them specifically. Um, we do carry what we feel like is all the major brands, Envision, Pulsar, IRA, Infrared Outdoor, uh, AGM, Bearing Optics, uh, Sightmark. So we do carry the, the major thermal and night vision brands, but there's some outliers out there that, um, that we are not carrying at this time. And I know Jason will speak up this more. Does it, does it mean we're not ever going to carry some of these other brands that you hear about, but we, uh, we've got to sit back. I mean, we, we have to sit back and kind of test all of this stuff, kind of gauge the company. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it other than just saying, Hey, we're a new manufacturer and we want you to sell your, your, our product. And we say, okay, give it to, you know, let us sell it. There's a lot yeah, that goes into it. Right. But Jason, I'll let you kind of speak into that since you are, uh, really at the end of the day, the one that says yes or no, if we're going to sell something. So I hate to put you on the spot sure. there, but, uh, it, well, it kind of stop begins and stops with you there. Sure. So here's what I would say. Um, we've taken approach, I say I've taken an approach since the start of the company. Um, you know, before Hans came on and, and, uh, with Hans and, and Ashley, and, and I'll be honest with you, uh, Michaela in the office as well. Um, there's a lot of input that goes on when we look at new brands and new optics and what are we going to do? Uh, it's not just me making these decisions. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, yes, the buck stops here. I have to make the ultimate decision, but I don't do that just sitting over here and willy nilly. I want to bring in other people, uh, people that are often smarter than me and, and see what they say. Again, Hans, Ashley, uh, Michaela. She has a, an amazing business sense uh, from the office side of it, the administrative side, the the talking to, to customers and end users. So uh, we like to, to look at things and, and make, uh, you know, measured decisions. What Hans mentioned, you know, there's, there's new companies that have come and have gone and a lot 
And there's some that you've probably never heard of um, uh, that have come up on the market, flashed up and people, Hey, we want you to sell our product. Hey, review our product. Hey, do this. And we're like, eh, I don't know. And then when next thing I know in six months, they don't even exist anymore. Um, so we feel that, and I know this is going to sound cliche and there's going to be guys listening to this and say, I don't believe this. I do think anybody that has, uh, you know, been a longtime listener of us, a longtime customer of us will, will believe this and know this is true, but we are here to make money. We're not going to lie about that, but we're not here to make every single dollar we can. And I know you go, well, what business is not? Well, a lot of businesses aren't. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to make money uh, in a business that that's not the best thing for your customers. And that's where we're at. That's where we've always tried to be. Uh, this would shock some people, but every single brand that we sell, okay, every, every manufacturer, they have at least one optic, some more than others that we do not review and we do not sell because it's not an item that either we think is a good value for a dollar, or maybe it's not an item that we really believe in a product. Maybe it's, maybe there's a host of Maybe we don't think it's the right quality. Maybe we think it doesn't fit the quality of the rest of their, whatever those reasons are, we pick and choose. So when people say, well, you're just a shill for XYZ brand and you sell, you know, everything of theirs. Not necessarily. We are testing things and we, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. And so when it comes to these new brands, we like to um, think rationally, slowly, measure decisions before we jump in full force, if, especially if we don't know a lot about the brand. So uh, there's a couple mistakes to make. And the mistake is thinking that we had a comment on a show last week or week before a guy was like, Oh, this other brand, these guys are shills. And you know, they, they, they don't even want to tell you about these cause they're cheaper scopes. Guys, our last two or three shows have been talking about, uh, you know, digital night vision <laughs> scopes that are $500 and, and, you know, budgets under 3000. We're here, uh, to, to, for everybody, not just the guys with great big budgets. Um, so, Again, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I'm making the point that there are a lot of new brands popping up. And just because you don't see them on this show, it doesn't mean that these are terrible, horrible brands, but uh, it, it might mean, you, you know, take a little caution. And if you have questions about those brands, feel free to call us. We're, we're glad to, to talk to you about it. What you might not know is that we are often in discussions with these companies um, I can think right off the top of my head, uh, three brands that I've been in discussions with, uh, well, a couple of them just in the last 60 days, uh, maybe the last month, another one uh, within the year, uh, testing even some of these scopes. I mean, literally getting them, demoing them, using them in the field, having meetings with them. And for whatever reason, at the end of the day, we go, we don't think this is the right fit, or maybe it's not the right fit now. Maybe this is a good optic. Uh, but I'm a little concerned about this company. We don't know enough about them. I don't want to go out and tell you, oh, this is a great company. You know, they're here to stay there and, and come to find out they don't make it. And in, you know, six months down the road, you got this scope that's got a three, four, five year warranty and this company is gone. I mean, now mm -hmm. that can always happen. We can't control business, but if I have any fear of that, any of us do, then we're like, well, let's kind of wait and see. Yeah. Let's let, let's let other people be the guinea pigs. We do not want our customers 
to be a guinea pig. Yeah, I, and I think at the end of the day, that's a big deal for yeah, us. I, I, and I remember a couple of years ago, there was a, a very well-known optic company that is a household name. Daytime Optic. Daytime company, Optic yeah. that decided to get into the thermal market and we didn't pick it up. Um, and there was a lot of people we've, we've, and it cost us money. It did. It cost us money. There was a lot. We had a lot of customers that have done business, business with us, but they knew this household name mm. and said, we're going to buy this. Why won't you sell it to me? And we said, we have major concerns we, about this. These the, actually the, the optics themselves. We knew where the optics were coming from. Yeah. We knew that they were cheap and there was problems and whatever. We, uh, and yeah. we, so we, you know, for two years we held out and we're and we, we've, we yielded a lot of phone calls and questions about it, especially in the beginning, but we, we held out Some mad people. Yeah. Too. And, and <laughs> I mean, it, that, yeah. that fizzled and they're gone just as quick as it came. <laughs> and, and it's reasons like that. It's not because we don't want to carry these other brands and it's, and it's something down the road that we might, but we, um, we have a very large customer base uh, and we're thankful for that. That's a huge blessing. And we do not carry that weight, um, that or that responsibility, take it lightly. Jason and I and Ashley and yeah. every all the the girls, uh, you know, Jessica, Michaela, Angela in the office. We we have a business, uh, a small business, and it is thanks to our customer service. And you know, all of us have families to provide for. And our biggest yeah. thing that our company relies on is is our um, our reputation. And our reputation is a uh, is built on the foundation of some of these manufacturers that we have relationships with. So you can understand why we are not quick to jump into a relationship with uh, every manufacturer, because we are an extension of the manufacturer. Um, we are a bridge, a dealer, Outdoor Legacy. We are the bridge between you, the end user, the hunter, the person that gets out and uses this stuff and spends your hard-earned money on it, we're the bridge between you and the manufacturer and we've got to make sure yeah. that everything is perfect. And it's not always perfect, but the companies that we work with right. are very good, reputable companies that have very good products. And like Jason says, we don't carry 100% of every product. We're, we're lucky in the regard that if we don't think it's a fit, if that product that a manufacturer we work with, if it's not a fit, if it's not something we have confidence in, we just, we won't sell it. We won't talk about it. We're not going to bad mouth yeah. it, but you just won't hear about it on the yeah. show. And I want to say one more thing. I kind of go back to this. Sometimes, you know, you know, a lot of the time people don't know what's going on in the background. Um, I had somebody leave a comment on one of the shows defending one of these brands. I say defending. We, we didn't say anything bad about them, but, but defending this brand. They've bought a scope. And this guy's like, you know, don't listen to these guys. They won't tell you about this optic. And, you know, he's defending this brand as if we've never mentioned their name on this show, never said one bad word on this show about them. But the truth is what he doesn't know is that I have been in multiple talks almost weekly with this company, with this brand, and we've expressed some concerns and our hesitations and, and they understand. They say, hey, we get it. We, we know what your business is. We know what your show is. We understand your reputation. We're a new kid on the block. Hey, you want, uh, you want to let some things ride? We get that. They're not upset about it. They're not mad at us. So I'm just making the point that sometimes it's this like, he hates our team. We don't hate no, anybody's yeah. team, you know, would... there, and again, there, there's, there's business relationships in the background. And at the end of the day, 
I'm going to say it one last time, then we can move on to something else. If this was just about making money, we would be like Amazon mm. and we would sell every single product that we could sell. We would sell every single thermal scope, every single night vision scope, and we'd just stick them out there and hope that somebody clicked and bought it and went on down the road uh, and that they'd never call us. We'd never hear from them. Uh, just like Amazon, well, you know, you can call them and get a lot of customer service and advice on the thermal if, scope you if, buy there, I'm sure, you know, so if that happens, if it, but we're not. Yeah, if yeah. that happens, that's the day Hans quits. So you can just write <laughs> it's the that day down. That, the, day that, I, the day that Amazon I, is uh, offering the day that customer we sell service every on thermal. Something on the market is the day <laughs> oh. that I quit. Uh, well, so <laughs> yeah, it, but it, yeah, but but I'm just making the point yeah. though. At the end of the day, we're trying to bring you what we think, or we're gleaning the best of the best of the so, market, and that's it. And so, there's going to be more new brands coming. You're going to hear more new brands that names you maybe not have ever heard of. Stuff that pops up. Just remember this, and I'll finish on this. Something that's new, something that's flashy, something mm -hmm. that supposedly has a new feature or a new gadget or a new widget or a cheaper price or a whatever doesn't always mean it's better. No. It might, but it doesn't always mean that. And so yep. you need to tread with caution. We're not talking <laughs> about buying, you know, pencil sharpeners. We're talking yeah. about spending hundreds or thousands. Yeah. Of it, and if you see it on this show, that optic in that company company has been fully vetted by us completely. So uh, let's talk about, let's move on from just the growing number of manufacturers in the market, which again, seem to be, uh, we had a partner that we worked with last year talk about, man, you wait till you see this year, how many different thermal companies mm -hmm. pop up. And he, and he was right. He was hundred percent right. Let's talk about, uh, the competition between these manufacturers and specifically looking at the under $3,000, uh, what we call what we've called in the past entry level. And man, we are laying out our shows for the best of, uh, you know, 2023, the best scopes. And we're looking at the sub 3000, you and I, and we're like, man, how are we going to do this? Because in the, what you and I have thought about in the past is like, how do we even label this category entry level because of the quality yeah. of the optics that's in this sub $3,000 price range? Although, mm -hmm. you know, I guess you can still consider it from a budgetary standpoint, you know, that's really where, quality that 2000 to 3000 that's where usable uh quality yeah. thermal but it's even creeping <clears throat> down below that too um but we're we're talking specifically about all the competition in that sub three thousand dollars so let's let's talk about this real quick jason because you've got iray that's got uh you know the what they've run some sales on but they consistently have a couple different scopes in that sub three thousand with the gl35 and the bolt tl35 pulsar mm -hmm. has a uh, a great optic at that uh, Talion XQ35 Pro, and they've got the uh, the Thermion 2 XQ35 Pro. Uh, AGM has the 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 Rattlers in there. They've got the Adder in there. I mean, I'm telling you, there's they got a Varmint. The Varmint, in there, yeah, they? one of the Varmints is just yeah. under three thousand dollars. You got Bearing Optics uh, that's had a, a couple models in that price range now for a while. Um, you got a site mark that's down there at 2000, yep. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, there's so much going on that's going in that sub 3000. So I guess the question is, can we still call it entry level thermal? I mean, is that, is that a nomenclature that just has to be thrown out when you're talking about two to 3000? Is it now under 2000 is entry level? Is that where we're mm -hmm. going to at this point? 
I don't know if I nomenclature yeah, I mean, is the I, correct. I, I don't know. The grammar. Is I mean, nomenclature the correct usage in that sentence? I have no idea. It sounded like I, a I really no, good I mean, word I to cannot, use. I, I can't spell it. I don't know what it, it sounds means. Like somebody in the comments sounds, correct me if I use that wrong word incorrectly, gosh, but they, gauge me on how smooth I worked that word in, not if it was accurate <laughs> and correct in, gram, you know, in grammar. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give you a nine on your delivery. Okay. I, you know, I have this no thing, idea what it means. Half of doing but, you what know. you do is just, if you do it confidently, nobody's <laughs> going to call you on it. So if you act like you know what you're doing, yeah. then nobody's going right. to scream. Ha, ha, Hans, Hans doesn't even look through these scopes. Yeah. He just, I mean, he's just here for the review. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So, so in all, all joking aside, this is very, this is very true. Uh, this sub $3,000, I am. I'm having a problem calling it entry level, yeah. and it's it, it is. It, but gosh, dog, it's amazing what is in there. And I just think if we look at some of the prices that have dropped uh, to to get these scopes in there, let's talk about the. Um, uh, you mentioned the infrared outdoor bolt. Mm -hmm. That was a thirty-three hundred dollars scope. It's now in there for twenty-six ninety-nine. Thermion. Oh, we've got Thermion the, that came the into Thermion. that came into the market at thirty-two ninety-nine. It was. Uh, the, it, a permanent price drop to twenty nine ninety seven. That's you know, right. So yeah. it's I mean sneaking in there below three. Right. Uh, I mean that's a big deal. We're talking about price drops of ten percent or more within the year. Mm -hmm. I mean within the last six months, and so it's a good time to buy. I mean, and, and I, I don't say like okay, yeah, you, you know, car dealer. I, but I mean, you're getting way more than you've ever gotten before, and it's not just it's not just that prices are coming down. It's that prices are coming down. Image quality is going mm -hmm. up. Features are getting better. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it well, really is. And I think that category is just stacked. So you, I'm glad you brought that up because you, people are like, well, you know, prices, there's always been scopes between two and $3,000. Why are you, why are y'all getting excited? This is, you know, they need to come down into the thousand dollar to $1,500 price range. Well, let me tell you this. Yes. Right. The prices have gone down, but I think the important thing of what you said in there is that the quality has gone up. Think about Pulsar when they released the Thermion XM30. Remember that, Jason? Uh, mm -hmm. 320 yes. resolution, um, non-focusable. and no, Could not focus the yeah, lens. Yeah, non-focusable, and it was what, $2,300? Is when it came out, and this was... 2300 $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, And everybody's like, that... Was it more than... No, wait a minute. Was that it? I think or it was, was it 23, around, around, around 20. Imagine. So around 20, everybody, 25. there was people were like, that's a heck of a deal on a Pulsar. What a great, I mean, that is fantastic. And we sold so many of them. They were very, very popular. Mm -hmm. And when they ran out. Couldn't get enough. Yeah, you couldn't get enough. Well, think about now for $200 more, the Talion XQ35. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is not a cheaper optic. 25 is definitely not less expensive than 23. But you're getting mm -hmm. a fully focusable 384 resolution with a way, way better, way picture, better image, quality. way better picture quality with a magnification level that is more in line with every type of hunter at two and a half yeah. power instead of what three and a half or three and a half with the or something. XM. It was really so nice. you've, you've got for $200 more, something that focuses that has all the video audio recording, which the Thermion had, but it's higher picture quality, a better yeah. thermal sensor on it. I mean, just a and it comes with a mount. Yeah, it comes the Thermion with a, didn't come with a mount. Completely this comes different with a mount. optic, better optic for two hundred dollars more. That's what we're talking well, about with I, the competition. I'll tell you something else too. I mean, something that it it 
and we all have to do this. Um, it's amazing to me sometimes when in my mind, I think about a scope and the way it was, you know, when it came out three, four, five, six years ago, and then I get my hands on one now, you know, oh, maybe yeah. as a buddy or something, I saw one right. too. And you're like, oh man, that was such a good scope. And then you go out and look at it now after looking at all this new stuff, you're like, oh my goodness, we've made such improvements. Yeah. So I would say this, while that XM30 Thermion at the time we thought was fantastic, and it was yeah. at that time, it was a great deal technology wise. Uh, you put that unit in uh, you know, 90% humidity and misty fog or whatever, and compare that to this Talion, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be like, one of these is looking through cellophane and one of these is beautiful. I mean, it, so there is, again, it's, in, it's these improvements that sometimes wanna, we just almost forget. I want to give you two more examples. Um, the okay. Bolt Iray Infrared Outdoor Bolt TL35 mm -hmm. had arguably um, one of the best picture images of a scope under $4,000 at $3,300, mm -hmm. arguably. I think there was some mm -hmm. stiff competition yep. there, but Yep. The the sale price and what that thing has been on sale for for a long time and it's basically staying twenty six ninety nine mm -hmm. for that scope, yep. which arguably mm -hmm. again had one of the best picture images of any scope under four thousand dollars. Another example is mm -hmm. the AGM Rattler TS thirty five three eighty four. The price on that was twenty four ninety five forever. Uh, very mm -hmm. uh, and and sold a lot of them at that 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 price five year warranty yep. American Defense Manufacturing mount two you know two point two power base magnification with eight times digital zoom full featured had all the features mm -hmm. they dropped mm -hmm. that price from twenty four ninety five down to twenty ninety five they dropped it four hundred dollars and that was in direct competition to the Sightmark Mini Thermal that came into the market at just under two thousand dollars so nice. you see man these companies people are we know that there's more thermal scopes in that two to three thousand dollar price range that are being sold way more than probably any other price bracket. But if you look at all of the moving and kind of shaking up that's going on just in the last year in that market, you are well, getting at the thing of it. You're there, getting, there's something we're not talking about here, and I just thought of it. And do you know what it is? Five year warranties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so stop and think about this last year at shot, shot show. show no yeah. this year sorry. Yeah, this year it, shot yeah. show 2023 uh agm went to a five-year warranty from a three-year uh infrared outdoor ira usa they're offering a five-year warranty since they entered the market and they entered the market uh i want to say that it was early 2021 20, i'm saying this real slow it's 21 22 Maybe 22. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, 20, I can't remember. I it was 21. Summer of 21. Whatever. Summer. Here's my point. That's still within the last couple yeah. of years, two or three years. Before then, the only five-year warranty that you could get yeah. was on an Envision product that their optics, their scopes, uh, rifle scopes, you know, start in that $6,800, $7,500 range. Okay. Everybody else in the whole market had, well, that's not true. Hang on. Bearing had four years. Four years. I forgot. Mm -hmm. They were the first. They, 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 they had you at four. Nobody else had five. Then IRA comes in, IRA USA offering their warranty at five. Now AGM has gone to mm -hmm. five. So the point is, it's not just everything has gotten better and everything's getting cheaper. You're, you're getting longer warranties on top of it. So that is a huge It's value. a longer warranty I mean, than I got when I bought my lawnmower. 
you know, it's, oh, it's longer lo warranties. It's a longer warranty than, than you get when you go buy a, a brand, brand new, new truck. truck. How about yeah, that? I mean, so yeah. yes. And, and we know why we're, they're, they're giving people a peace of mind. Um, obviously it's a, mm -hmm. a great feature, a selling feature of buying a scope and, and rightfully so that, that increases the competition. And again, people love mm -hmm. the longer warranties. Um, so, you know, we are going to continue to call that entry-level thermal because we don't know what else to call it. No, really, um, we do mm -hmm. see a continuation of prices. Um, I, I know that prices are not falling the way as fast as people want them, and it will never be as fast as people want them. But what you're getting, uh, again, you are there is an, an, an easing down of the prices, but an, a definitely an increase mm -hmm. of features and quality. And I think you can, can expect that to continue throughout 2024. I mean, I think that, uh, yeah. uh, and you know, people are, we talk about it all the time, Jason, um, two and three years ago, a, a company running a sell on an optic was unheard of. It just didn't unheard happen. Of. And now these companies several times in the last year have run different optic promotions and yeah. sales and there's optics right now that are on sale. And so it is, it's a changing time for all of us. I know all of you out there are like, if you are watching this show and you already have a scope and you're like, I just want to see what else is new out there. That's great. If you're out there actively looking for a scope and you need one, a lot of people are saying, do I buy now or do I wait? You know, is this stuff going to go on sale right after I buy it? And the answer is, we don't know. <laughs> y yes and no. Yeah, we don't. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we don't have a a a long enough or fair enough, a uh, long enough advance notice when these sales go on. Um, but yes, it's just like when you go and buy when you go and buy a lawn, a brand new lawnmower, and then the next week they're doing a instant eight hundred dollar rebate. Yeah. You know, so at, yeah. at some point, an optic that you are interested in uh, will go on sale. But are you willing to wait? several months or a year to get into the thermal that you or never or never yeah there's some that just never go so, on sale. Yeah. let's talk about well, you, you don't want to yeah. talk about any more in this yeah i'm done i want to move transition okay. from there i know we, we need to wrap the show but uh we got two more things i want to talk, talk about we got to squeeze in well <laughs> the yeah in. We, well one of them short yeah. so i want to move this into the talk of we've talked about new companies uh i've talked about you know, new brands, new thermals. We've talked about how the prices have come down. Now we're going to talk about something that, that is, I know, out of the reach of a lot of guys. And that is the new, you know, I, I don't know if I should call it a, a trend, but uh, we, we do have three optics now that are on the market uh, from, you know, these respected brands that are above a 640 resolution. We have the uh, the first one to do it. We should give them the credit first. Is the Infrared Outdoor RS75 1280? This is the big boy. Uh, this unit came in at uh, eighteen thousand dollars. I understand that's the price of a uh, of a vehicle. Well, it used to be anyway. I don't know anymore. Eighteen, <laughs> but it used to be. Uh, but. There's been some sales on that. And I'm going to tell you, uh, if you're watching this right now and go check out the Black Friday deal, this thing's on sale again. But uh, pricing, I think we're already seeing, it's coming down. It's new technology. Everybody knew this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, Pulsar has first came out with the Merger XL50. Yep. That is a 1024 by 768 um, uh, thermal sensor in a pair of binoculars. Now they have the Thermion 2 XL50. Mm -hmm. Again, 1024 by 768. So 
these are expensive optics. I understand this. They start at $8,000. And I know this is out of the price range of a lot of people. We're going to talk about this and some of our other shows. We've talked about it before. You hear it and you say, I ain't got $8,000. I dang sure ain't got $18,000. What does this matter? This is for the rich guys. It matters because this is where it has to start. Mm -hmm. The the newest technology, the newest features, the best image quality does not start at the bottom. And that's the in any in any world that doesn't happen. It starts out up here. And over time, as the technology gets cheaper, as more people buy it, as more competition comes, everybody works and it goes down and down and down. And that's how you end up with two thousand and three thousand dollar thermal scopes that ten years ago when I started this business were 5,500 to 10,000. That was, that was the, it. and the 5,500 stuff looks worse than the $2,000 coach yeah, today. It, so it's got to start it up. It does. Here. If you want sub $5,000, 640 scopes, sub $4,000, sub $3,000, 640 thermal yep. scopes, which we've already seen some of the creeping down in the 4,000, you know, below 4,000, uh -huh. this beyond 640 resolution, whether it's 1024 or 1280, it's got to get out. More companies have to do it. They have to throw these, uh, you know, with iRay infrared. I can keep saying iRay infrared outdoor. I know. Uh, the RS75, when they put that on the market, man, I'm going to tell you, yeah, there was huge sticker shock, but the picture image on it was better than anything else you could get as a civilian uh, to hunt with. Still you know, is. there was just nothing. And <laughs> yeah. there's still, I mean, there's still nothing really that, that it matches it exactly. But this is the trend of all the people out there that, uh, you know, the guys out there that obviously $8,000 isn't in the budget, obviously 18,000, but we are seeing this push down effect where, well, let me say this, I'm interrupting you, but I'm, I'm sorry. What I was going to say, and you said 8,000, it made me think had infrared not done this RS 75, um, at, at 18. And if they, if they didn't exist, and Pulsar came to the market with the very first one of these, it would have been over $8,000. It just would have been. They, they were working. This thing has been in the works for a long time. And they didn't know what the price was going to be. Well, once the bar was set, they said, okay, we can't be that high. Yeah. You know, and, and they're watching and they're going, okay, how are these selling this? You know, okay, we need to sell more than this. And okay, they've got a little sale on this. This is what competition does. And so... You know, Pulsar, we know because we were dealing with them. We did not think this unit was going to be eight thousand. We thought it was going to be more than that. Mm -hmm. We we really did. That was their. They originally the, the the numbers we were hearing were well above that. They were working their hardest. You know, trying get the component price down. Get it. we want to sell this. It, it we really want to get this to this eight thousand dollar price mark. Mm -hmm. But my point is that's competition. Yeah. And so now the, the logical question from here is, where do we go from here? Are there going to be other manufacturers? And I think the answer is yes. I think that uh, every manufacturer, if they're not already working on it, will be working uh, eventually on above 640, you know, whether that's 1024, whether it's, you know, 1080 or wh whatever, you know, 1280, they're going to be working on it because I think we see that is the long term trend is what do we all want? We want better stuff. Mm -hmm. We want better image quality. And as that happens, it may be out of your budget, but there will be a day, mm -hmm. mark my words on this, that you're going to buy a, a, 1024 HD scope 
in one of these cheap price ranges. How do I know that? Because we already have one at $8,000. So for me to think that in another four or five years or less, you couldn't get one for four or $5,000, that would, I, I fully oh, yeah. expect it's going to yeah. happen. I mean, in, in that many years, maybe less, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't have a crystal ball, but see how much the, so the again, price has moved on that RS 75 in just a year. So, I mean, um, that's right. uh, from, that's from right. the original price to what the, the black Friday, go check out that black Friday video. Y'all it's, it's, uh, right. there's something in there for you. I promise. Um, and we didn't even tell them where to call or where to find an optic. So oh, yeah, you better tell them that. that. Yeah. yeah. Outdoorlegacygear.com. Yeah. All those Black Friday deals. They'll be on that, on this little video yeah. we put out. But yeah, you can, we'll, we'll be around the office part of the day on Friday for a little bit. 877-350-1818. We will be back in the saddle on Monday uh, working all next yeah. week. All right. Real quick, before we wrap this show, SHOT Show, that is one of our favorite times of year. Uh, we do a lot. We dedicate a lot of airtime to SHOT Show um, on this podcast. Some people may have interest, completely understand. A lot of guys are interested. They want to see where the market's going. They want to see what's going to be coming out, uh, at least a sneak peek at some of the stuff that's coming out for the year. SHOT Show is going to be uh, third week of January this year uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, Hans and I and Ashley, uh, good Lord willing, will plan to be there. Uh, we are already planning shows with the manufacturers where they can come on here and tell you kind of what's going to be new uh, for 2024, uh, kind of, you know, go ahead and releasing some of the things that, that they're going to be talking about next year. Uh, we have planned those shows to be coming out the week of SHOT Show. We'll do a pre shot show episode mm -hmm. before we go out there again this is the plans anyway anything can change uh but it's coming up it and is. it seems crazy but it's basically um, 60 days away yep. i mean give or take that's not long so my prediction for shot show is that you and i are going to work a lot we're going to eat crappy food probably some old cheese and cold cuts on a tray at some point and We've not, done that not get a lot of sleep. No, I'm joking. Uh, so We've had some good food. Yeah, <laughs> we had some good food. Yeah, we had some really good food. We had some yeah. good food. So um, I would yep. say, um, man, I don't know. You know, I feel like the the uh, stigma of SHOT Show and the anticipation of all these new releases and everybody getting to see uh, all this new stuff in one spot at one time with, with the, the dealers uh, and the manufacturers being able to kind of like uh, help you know, uh, show all of this new stuff. I, I kind of feel like that is worn off some, uh, in the years past, especially every year, it seems yeah. like it gets less and less, like there's a bunch of new optics that are being released. Every, we know now that, uh, these companies now they're releasing new optics throughout the year. I um, mean, you can yeah. tell that, I mean, see, we're going to see more. Yeah. And, and that is the trend. Um, and, and I think it's a good thing. I, you know, I do, I do like the, summer releases i like the right before hunting season releases I, those are fun you know kind of spontaneous and and timely um but as far as anything new i mean i don't know jason where could it go from here i don't know well i don't want to make any big predictions i want to save this uh for our pre-shot show episode for a couple of reasons one i'm not really prepared uh, I, I, well, I'm going to be guessing anyway, but uh, I, I don't want to make myself look any dumber than I, I always do, which is pretty easy for me to do. So I, I don't know, but I do agree with you. And I, I want to talk about that when we, we get to our pre-shot show episode. Yeah. You just brought up a big deal. Um, I think that there is 
you know, there's a lot of excitement around SHOT Show and I think it's a great time and I think it's a good thing to have. I think it's very important for the industry, but you're right. The market has moved away from everything new gets released at this time. Uh, and there, there's pros and cons to both sides. I, I agree with you. I think that it's nice to have these surprises throughout the year. I understand from a consumer standpoint, sometimes it's not good because you feel like, uh, you know, anything can pop up. I want to buy a scope today, but what if they drop a new one tomorrow that's better and cheaper and I should have waited and if they would announce it all at SHOT Show, mm. then I would know. Well, the it's true. But the problem with that is, is, as we've seen, things get announced at SHOT Show when you take that model. Everything has to get announced. So they push and push and push and push. Okay, we got to have it ready for this date. Announce it, announce it. They get it announced. But guys, we're not ready to produce it. Yeah. It's not ready. We still got kinks to work out. And then we look up six, seven, eight, nine, ten months down the road and that optic is not shipped yet and you've been waiting with a, a deposit going, when am I ever going to, it's hunting season, when am I going to get it? And then the really bad thing is, and we've seen this more than once, those manufacturers were under such stress and pressure to announce that optic yeah. when it was not ready in January that, guess what, come December, they go, guys, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. We, we can't make this work. Yeah. It's just not, it, it was not ready. We shouldn't have announced it, but we had all this pressure cool. to do so. So then all this, all this hype and drama and worry was over nothing and optic just disappears and goes into the dustbin of, of, of history. So that there's, there's a lot of, we're going to talk more yeah. about this, but there's a lot of different ways to look so at So what this. I would say is, um, you know, an example is the Telos how we we saw the Telos for the first time at SHOT Show 2023. Uh, and it was just now just a few deal, uh, uh, just a few handful of, of Telos has made it to a dealer just what this last week. And then we're in the middle of uh, no, November. No, no. Well, you're, you're off a couple of okay. weeks, but a few a weeks. Few weeks. I, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe a month, so, but yeah. You, yeah. You, so we, you, that you talked flies, about that, but, but the right. X, the Thermia, the Thermion XL, thermal rifle scope really wasn't on anybody's radar and it came out, you know, nope, unexpectedly. So that's kind of the way that things go. What I would invite all of you to do, make sure you check out our manufacturer interviews that we're going to be doing leading what they, they go live the day, first day of shot show is what we, we typically do. So the first day of shot show, uh, we will release uh, all the manufacturer interviews that we do. And that's where you can get a lot of insight. They kind of spill the beans. They tell everything that they're, uh, going to show all the dealers at SHOT Show, maybe some new stuff, maybe talk about a little bit of old stuff, but you will hear about it. Uh, hopefully you'll hear about it on those shows. Maybe they'll, they'll get in there and give you some uh, inside information, but we plan on doing that first day of SHOT Show. Check that out. Um, Jason, you have anything to add before we wrap it up? I I would say this. I would say that we have rambled long enough. I hope you've had a great Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this a few days after Thanksgiving, I hope it was a good one for you. I hope that uh, you got to spend some time with family and friends, mm -hmm. uh, had some good food. And uh, I want to say that uh, we got a lot of best of shows starting mm -hmm. next week. They're going to go through the rest of the year. Uh, get ready, buckle up. Uh, if you like them, this is your time of year. If you don't like them, this is not your time of right. year, but we got a lot coming. So guys, starting next week, best of shows. Yep. All right. So if you're looking for a brand new night vision or thermal optic, give us a call 877-350-1818. Outdoorlegacygear.com is the website. You can find all the optics. Um, 
you know, there are people up there that call and say, you know, I want to talk to Jason or I want to talk to Hans or Ashley. Um, there's people that call up and say, Hans, you know, Jason could have his own show and you just need to go back to answering phone calls. Jason's enough entertainment that we need. Uh, we don't need both of y'all on I there. I doubt but, it. Uh, I doubt uh, that. But anyway, give us a call. We'd love to earn your business. We'd love to talk to you and, and kind of help you out with the process. Um, you can find all of uh, all of our content really on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube. So check out the channels of uh, Outdoor Legacy, uh, Hans ETX, that's H-A-N-S ETX, and Row ETX, R-O-W-E ETX. On, you can do it, search it on on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, but please give us a follow. Our We haven't talked about it in a while, but our podcast um, views and subscribers continue to grow and, and get up there, and we're thank very you. appreciative of that. So thank you all very much. Absolutely. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. See you here next week. Between now and then, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes.